Good afternoon and good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Rod. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, DreamLab. Thank you, Biscuits. And thank you, Julia, who was here with me today. Um, if she's not playing Coin Doors right now. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if looks could kill. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The thing is, um, it's, uh, we're, we're just being caught up here in this, what's it called, the, the debates are going on. I don't really know much about politics. I must be absolutely super honest there with you, and I have no interest in it. But it's one of those things, it's a topic you can't escape. So uh, I try to try to stay away from it all. If I've forgotten anybody, by the way, I do apologize. Thank you so much for watching. Everyone who is not in the live stream or is not in the chat who's watching this later, also totally, totally fine. I've been preparing a little scene literally two hours ago, and I'd like to share it with you. Here it is. Uh, that is a boutique scene, this one. And it is made up of three characters in total. Uh, this is Tamara here from 3D Universe. This is, I believe, Rune. That's from, she's from Daz. She's a new character I've just bought. And this here is Alexandra in the back. And I've uh, chosen this scene because currently there's an amazing sale on at over at Daz uh, 3D uh, for I think something like a partial platinum club, club whatever sale. And there's always some kind of sale on, isn't there? But this one is extremely cool because you can pick up some of Iron Man's sets, like complete sets, for two dollars ninety nine. That is just crazy good. And this is one that I picked up uh, earlier today, and I thought, ah, oh, this is uh, this is great to play around with. I don't know if Mixer is working. Uh, it used to be. Uh, yes, it is. I think I'm just uh, looking at the same picture that used to be the offline picture. Yeah, I think Mixer is working. And uh, so there's a few things going on here. I've adjusted the lighting a little bit. There's an interesting sundial light in there that we're going to talk about. I'm going to use Biscuit's hair. This is Biscuit's Geely hair, new hair on Renderosity. I'm using that twice in the scene, one for the cashier over here and one on Rune. Let me just go through these uh, products here quickly with you. I'm going to, I think I've put a link in the description already. This is uh, Biscuit's hair on Renderosity. And what I love about it, uh, it's uh, basically one hair prop, but it comes in three styles and they look really cool. So it's just literally like one preset that you click and you've got basically three hair props for the price of one. Very cool. Uh, lucky for us, it is currently on sale, 50% off. Very, very good idea to get that. I'm also going to use this thing here. I mean, this is something Iron Man 13. You, you don't see that every day. $2.99 for three products all in one. So you get the boutique, you get poses with it, and you get some outfits with it. And it's, it's an amazing value for money. There's a few other things that DAS sell for this price. So $2.99 is kind of the Platinum Club price. And um, yeah, very exciting stuff. So Rune is also, this is a character that uh, I hadn't really thought about much. It's one of those things where Daz kind of releases a new figure once every month. That's just a little bit different. And what attracted me to her was the, the skin texture. It's a very nice facial texture with the freckles. And I thought, ah, oh, also for $2.99, you can't beat that. Tamara from 3D Universe, I already had her. I thought I'm going to try and 
get put a scene together with uh, to put a scene together with three characters in it i don't do that very often and i still had her and she comes with her own hair and her own outfit so i thought you know that's that's perfect i'm going to use her i think 3d universe's stuff is also on sale right now so you know also good to have a look at that and this is another character i thought uh, genesis 8 character goes in perhaps an elderly lady who is the cashier in the boutique that's all we're using and 2.99 is very attractive indeed yes that's what i thought i still have the scene open here and uh, let's just have a look around what's happening here so this is the transparent window that we're going to uh, frame up nicely and of course there's a lot of depth of field going on here i've moved a few of these props around they were kind of more at the at the outside of the outskirts of the scene and i thought i can show how to bring a scene like that together basically from start to finish we don't need to worry about lighting because that is all provided by the sunlight and the scene looks like uh, the sunlight is kind of streaming into the front window here uh, there we go so the shop is basically open from the front and we can see that the sunlight is coming in there well i have removed the roof that just helped with the lighting a little bit but uh, it's up to you what you do there to perf to speed up performance of this scene i could remove literally half of it so all this stuff over here we don't really need so i could go ahead and remove that i may might show you how to do that because that may speed up rendering quite a bit if we don't need it in the scene it doesn't need to be in our memory basically let me go ahead and uh, i've saved the scene already so i'm going to go ahead and create a brand new scene here and we'll start from scratch if you do have any questions by the way of any aspect that i'm doing here uh, feel free to ask i've got my chat on this window today so if i don't see it uh, julia's going to be reading it out to me and then hopefully you know uh, we can talk about <laughs> what you want to know there so thank you for the links by the way julia that is uh, that is very nice yes i don't know sometimes they have really good sales sometimes the the sales are just you know a little bit hmm but this one is, is very cool so i was uh, i was instantly hooked there's a lot of items that i'm thinking well oh, especially the iron man bundles because they come with so much stuff that you can use for other things there's one uh, in like a lodge or whatever and he's uh, it's got a got a chainsaw with it and and you know there's another one with a bathroom very very cool things there so i'm gonna start with that scene and i'm expecting it to be in environments over here on the smart content tab i like using the smart content tab and uh, this one's under the environment tab uh, i13 clothing boutique interior so this is technically one product the other product is the poses and then another product is the outfits that comes with two outfits and i'm going to use one of them so i you know for 2.99 almost the entire scene there comes with a few flavors here there's an empty version and there is a kind of preloaded version and that's a ready-made scene so i'm going to do that so this is the empty one here and this is the one that comes with all the items uh, in there the empty one i think that's something that you can show if this is a shop for rent perhaps and your character wants to uh, rent it open her own clothes boutique that sort of thing but i'm going to use the fully stocked version here <laughs> very cool rod excellent and there we go the scene comes 
with a camera already in it so there's the boutique cam which is just a regular camera so it's not necessary to use it i'm not sure if i'm going to use it i, I just i think i'm going to switch over to the perspective view and then i'll just have a look at uh, at what's happening here i was even thinking i could change this texture on the window here and turn that into the wp guru boutique so maybe i'll i'll leave that for later it's basically the way to find out uh, what texture that is i'd need to change is uh, works best with the surface selection tool that's this one here the one with the kind of a three squares uh, rolled into one if you select that then usually any surface that you want to examine lights up orange so in this case i guess because it's a window it doesn't light up orange but if you click on it it'll or if you hover over it it'll tell you it's window number three and on the surfaces tab you can see that window number three has uh, under the geometry uh, tab it's got the cutout opacity and that is what makes this thing transparent mainly and leaves this kind of etching in the glass so it's easy to replace that and then you know go amend this and then put your own logo on there if you don't want it to be called ashley's boutique you can be called i don't know whatever boutiques so there we go i might do that for another render don't know yet so uh there's several ways to get started with the scene i like to start by if I haven't seen this yet at all, if I haven't seen the set at all, I like to start by examining it from all sides and seeing what's where and then perhaps even using the keyboard and mouse navigation to literally wander around in it. And that gives me a bit of an impression of where my camera could be positioned and what the shot could look like. So I like doing that with the with this thing up here. That's the the keyboard navigation is switched on, and this thing is the scene navigator tool. If I select that, then I can look around like as if this was a third-person computer game or first-person shooter game. And so I can walk slowly, perhaps through the revolving door, and see what's going on. I like to make my camera a little bit uh, wider. So uh, right-click on that orbit button here sorry on the view, on the zoom button uh, right click on that and then just uh, make that wider don't go overboard just make it a little wider and if you're not used to the keyboard navigation which i'm, I'm not really used to it that much uh, you can always switch over to the regular uh, look around uh, camera kind of shortcuts or you can use these things here Yes, indeed. So the sunlight, Patrick, is actually set up as a sundial. So, uh, I've, whoops, I'm sorry. Uh, the sundial is this thing here. I've made a video about that. If you can grab that link, uh, Julia, then we can put that in the chat. It's, uh, it's essentially linked to the environment tab on the render settings. So under environment, there's, uh, there's this thing here, sun and sky only. And sometimes it has dormant scenes. So in this case, we have sun and sky only. Whoops which usually lets us set the, the time and date and the location on the planet. But if you tie that to the sundial thing, then on the very bottom here, under sun and sky, uh, we can see that the sun now has a node. It doesn't have the time properties anymore. And with this node in place, we can now go and drill down into the sundial. And we'll do that later. Uh, drill down, there's a sundial has a sun base, which is invisible. and 
under that is the sun chain and that is the thing that we can actually uh, change so that will change the position of the sun if you if you select that the sun chain and head over to parameters then you see that you've got the elevation and the azimuth parameters and the elevation is how high the sun is in the sky and that is how you can change the angle so we're going to make that slightly slightly more afternoon because otherwise what what i found in my scene is that we get a kind of a nasty shadow in the, the main character's face and that means it's just you know we could put a point light in front of her but it's much easier to just you know if we have an adjustable light adjust that and the reason for not putting a point light in there is because we could get random artifacts that we don't want but also it'll increase render time so the more light sources you have in your scene the longer the render is going to take because there's just so much more to calculate for the engine so if there is something adjustable i like to go ahead and adjust that let's keep wandering through the scene so there's even this is kind of cool if you go into the back here these are changing rooms and it's really cool because there's a uh, there's all there's all kind of coat racks here and there's more clothing items that you can try on and this is these are the changing rooms here with a mirror very cool you've got a few of them you've got several over here and over here so it's, a, it's a very cool scene it's almost like you want to you want to play with this in regards like in a, in a video game so there's more changing rooms over here very detailed and then of course you've got all these other very exciting items so you've got the two checkouts here for two people in case it gets busy that's cool and you've got this little countertop some clothes in the window of course and then uh, there's stuff on the walls uh, bags and boots and look at the amount of shoes that's so cool isn't it makes you wonder if you could just turn them into real clothing items that'd be kind of cool wouldn't it and the poses as well Patrick um, sorry dream lab there's so many many little knickknacks i mean the amount of work it takes to produce all this i mean you know a little seat here and there's you know some some stuff in the in the showcase but also we've got uh, literally dress geometry on the mannequins and it's not just one it's it's several things that he's put on here so there's a ton of work that's gone into this i'd love to see how he works i'd be really really just nice to see how he does how he does this like a high level overview you know of something like this bags and more boots there's another outfit there look at that top and some pants that's absolutely cool very exciting do you know what we've just bought a bookcase much like this haven't we this looks exactly like that <laughs> very exciting slightly different texture on it though but yeah Antoine, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, mind your wallet. That is exactly right. So when I looked at this uh, for the first time, I was thinking, well, uh, I'd like to have two characters that look at some of these clothes on a hanger. And it's not so much about the clothes, it's more about the characters going shopping with one another. And there's several opportunities of where that could happen. But then when I was outside, I thought it would actually be quite cool if we frame this shot up so that we, that we get it right through this word boutique and we see the characters kind of here and we're on the outside of the boutique and we're kind of filming in. So that was what I was gonna do. And I think that worked quite nicely in the preview shot that I've, I've shown you there. So I think this is how I'm going to frame it up. This shall be my main camera. 
not entirely sure about the position. We don't want this word to be, you know, um, going through the characters' faces and all that. But I think this is kind of roughly my shot. So I'm going to position my camera here or my perspective view, and I'm going to create myself a camera from that so that I can, you know, go back there. Uh, no, I think it's coming out, but I'm happy to have a look at uh, at OBS. Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? Julia can hear me, Patrick. What a shame. Maybe you've put the mute button on. <laughs> oh, for the zombie effects. Oh, right, right. Actually, yes. What happened with the zombie effects? I didn't. You're right. I don't hear the zombie effects either. Hmm. Let's just have a look. What's going down here? Oh, yeah, because my thing is muted. Look at that. Huh. There. I hope... That'll make some zombie effects appear now. I do need to invest into a new speaker, by the way. Haha, yes, it works. Thank you so much for checking that. Very good. <laughs> Very nice. Do you know, I do need some other speakers because the speaker that I'm currently using is... <laughs> Very nice. Thank you, Rod. The, um, the uh, speaker that I'm currently using is kind of going to sleep if there's no audio coming out and that's of course terrible because the, so he doesn't receive any audio for 10 minutes and then he switches himself off and goes to sleep it's kind of you know what kind of speaker does that so I need to invest into one that's um, yeah that's that's working properly so there we go top left that's right exactly we're on top left we're going to create a new camera from our perspective view and that will show me the same properties that I've just looked at here through my perspective view but now we have a camera. Have I, had I done that already? Now I've got two cameras. What's going down here? Are they the same? Probably are the same, are they? Camera two, camera three, yeah, okay. I get easily distracted, you know. I'm going to delete camera three because we really don't need that, so there we go. Uh, I'm going to bring in with the camera now positioned, I'm going to go back to my perspective view and go and bring in my two characters, three characters even. So I can see, <laughs> so I can see this better. I'm going to go and, uh, I'm going to go and, <laughs> that is so nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Christina. That is very, very cool. I very much like that. Very cool. Yeah, exactly. Gets that new speaker going. They're not expensive anymore. And it's just going to be, you know, behind the, behind the monitors. <laughs> very nice. I really appreciate that. So I'm going to go and make this, the ceiling invisible. I'll just click on it. And then usually in the scene tab, this is where the ceiling comes up. So I can go and make that invisible. And then I can look into the whole boutique from the front, from the top there. I'm going to go change this over to my smooth shaded view because otherwise we'll get into trouble for nudity on YouTube. I just had that instance, so um, that's always very easy. Switch it to, if you're streaming something in Das Studio and you don't want to show a nude character, just switch it over to smooth shaded and you're good to go. I've made a little list here because uh, I want to make sure I pick all the right outfits here and the right characters. So let's start with the cashier. That is Alexandra up here. There she is. Double click to load her in. And that'll kind of tie in with poses now as well. So uh, with the character loaded in the center of the scene, I could now go ahead and I could now go ahead and uh, <laughs> Thank you so much, Biscuits. That's really nice. Very nice. So much, so appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, 
with the character in the center of the scene, if I head over to my poses now and uh, find Iron Man's poses, which are down here, I-13 shopping poses for Genesis 3. I can use them on Genesis 8 as well. I can go ahead and uh, drill down here. I always have to wait like 10 seconds until this thing comes up on uh, on youtube thank you antoine that's very very cool so i hear the audio first and then it's kind of suspense what's happened is somebody hosting my stream no super chat donation antoine thank you so much i appreciate that that's very very cool we're on a roll i should implement a tip jar i think there's an overlay instead of the zombie i can put a tip jar and uh, you can see that filling up over time <laughs> maybe that's that's something cool so I just wanted to show you something here. If, uh, if we're drilling down into the poses and uh, currently we have them split up by lower body and upper body, I don't really want to see that. I want to see them like all the standing poses so I can open that and then click standing and then I can see all the standing poses like as full poses just to make my life a little bit easier. I've got two choices here. Ironman did that very cleverly. He's got the anywhere poses. See, again, this is the suspense is killing me. What's happening now? This is cool. This is cool. Okay, okay. Bring it on. See what happens. Come on. Dream Lab. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That is so cool. We should have something like the Weekly Sparks Leader. That is awesome. Thank you so much. That is really, really appreciated. You know, that speaker is basically already purchased, isn't it? That's very cool. So we've got these anywhere poses here. And then slightly further down, we've got the go-to poses. So technically they're the same poses. Uh, if you look at the thumbnails, there's just so many of them. And one changes the location of the figure and one does not. So if I pick an anywhere pose like this one, just as an example, watch what happens to the character. It stays, oops, shouldn't have applied that on the ceiling, should I? <laughs> should have applied that on Alexandra, of course. So if I now double click that, Alexandra will change poses it looks a little bit sick there, but she stays in the same position. So that's that's uh, important. The poses are made for Genesis 3. She's Genesis 8, so that's, you know, that's why that is kind of looks a little bit like, you know, fits right in with the zombie walking theme there, I guess. But uh, it doesn't change, the figure doesn't change location. Whereas, let me just undo that. If I use a go-to pose, any of them, then you can see that the character changes the location as well. But the issue that I'm having with that is that uh, no matter if I hold down control while loading the pose or not, the origin point of the figure is still in the center of the scene. It's not aligned with the figure. So while that brings the figure to a correct place in the scene, that's not a good way of using these things because if I now have to make an adjustment, I can't use the origin point where the figure is but I have to use it like slightly further away. This isn't that much far further away, but uh, some poses are literally like miles away and it's really, really difficult to see that. So I'm not gonna use the go-to poses and instead I'm gonna just use the, um, the anywhere poses. And I'll pick one that is something along the lines of this here. Maybe, maybe that's a good pose. Something where she's working on the cash register. There we go, that could be it. And then I'm just gonna use the origin point here and just slide her over there. And then she's doing something, I don't know, something over here. We're not gonna see her in, uh, in focus. So it's, you know, she's just gonna be out of focus. As long as she's doing something over there, that'll just be fine, I guess. More suspense. Suspense is killing me. Oh my God, Patrick, that is extremely generous of you. Look at that. Thank you so much. 
That is really nice. Wow. Thank you so much, Patrick. That is a wonderful, wonderful present. And the RTX card, exactly. That second RTX card is definitely going to come in handy. And it's already, you know, I'm planning it for the second half of this year. It's, uh, it's very cool. So I'm not sure what's happening here with her arms. That's really not, doesn't look that good. I'm just going to try and pick her arms and just try and take them out so that they don't look that scary. So she's just doing something behind the counter. Let me put some clothes on her. What I had picked out was, I believe, the regular boho outfit that came with the Victoria 8 uh, Pro package. And the wardrobe uh, filter by context makes it easy to see only the Genesis 8 items here. And I'll just double click that. Put some clothes on the woman. There we go. Hair will worry about last because hair has a lot of geometry and it makes it kind of heavy on the viewport. So we'll worry about that later. That's kind of the one character behind the counter done. And I'll go and worry about my other two characters now, which I would like to position somewhere over here. I think that is where they need to go. So first, they're going to come in on the scene center, of course. And for that, I had Tamara and Rune. All right, let's do that. Oops. Let's go click figures and see if we can find Rune. Oh, Tamara, Tamara's here. Oh, they're next to one another. Look at that. Very cool. That's, that's handy, isn't it? Rune and Tamara. I don't think Rune's preview picture does her any justice, I must say. It's one of those things. Uh, let's, let's, let's use Rune first. She also looks very similar to another character that I remember. What was, what was that name again? I, I, can't, I can't quite remember. I'll do exactly the same thing. I'm going to put the... We can put clothes on her first, maybe. Uh, and this is going to be this one here, the Stylish Ensemble for Genesis 3. That also comes with this $2.99 bundle. Very cool. So with Rune selected, uh, that's this one here. And that comes with a scarf and everything. So it's very, you know, it's very handy stuff. Still with Rune selected, we'll go out and head over to the poses section. Shopping poses. And once again, we go drill down, look at the... Whoops, standing poses. That's kind of nice, isn't it? Sitting poses, standing poses. Very cool. And I'm going to use another anywhere pose. And this time I'm looking for something that's kind of a dual pose. He's making these thumbnails with two colors. Look at that. I think this is what I'm looking for these things here. So sometimes you see a pink figure and a white figure and that means this pose is now kind of a couple type pose. So this and that, these two belong together. That's what that means. And here we have this basically the same thumbnail but here we have the left figure and here we have the right figure. And then here we have these exact poses mirrored as well. So it's very, very nice. If you're not into building your poses yourself, which I'm not, uh, this is a very handy way to get started. So actually, yeah, this, these poses here, that may be beneficial. So I'll go and have Rune use, or assume this pose. And the anywhere pose means that she's still in the center of the scene, which is what I want, because then I can manually move her over to the clothes rack here. 
just put it into position there for now. And now I'm going to go over to the figure again, or figures again. I'm going to go load Tamara from 3D Universe. Now this is an interesting dialogue that you'll get if you load more than one person of the same generation into the scene. And this just means that that studio offers to turn the current Genesis figure into the character that you're trying to load. So I guess the idea is that if you had the same generation and you say hey now I'm loading Tamara Tamara's based on the same figure would you just like to morph her over so the choices are load a new figure into the scene which means you have two characters or apply this character to the currently selected figure which is also exciting because that means you can try out different characters in the same spot that you've already set up so if you don't like the look of a character you need to have a bit more skinny or a bit more you know fatter head and all that you can do it that way but I want a new figure you can also keep the selected option as your preference so it won't um, it won't ask you again if you want to do that but I'm gonna go and hit accept now with a new figure that's true Christina I don't think it does absolutely it does not appear if nothing is selected or if you have something like the the seat or whatever selected that is absolutely true yeah good point Yes, that is origin point is can absolutely be um, a total nightmare. There is an I think there's an article on my website that shows you how to uh, how to change that. In fact, I've also made a video as part of the Das Studio 101 series. I know that because uh, David from France has just watched that and he's left me a comment on it because he couldn't work out how to uh, how to do that. Thank you, DreamLab. Very good to know. I'll go and select uh, Tamara now and head over back to the poses. See, this is why Julia needs a microphone, doesn't she? Julia really doesn't want a microphone. I'm thinking it could be actually beneficial if she had a microphone because then, you know, that's all I ever get. See, DreamLab says, that's right, producer, joint editor, that sort of thing. smuggle a microphone in next time maybe tomorrow but sh don't tell her about it let's head back into the shopping post i'm sure julia will never know what's that black thing dangling from the ceiling there oh yes that's that that's oh, a fly catcher i think uh, the landlord did it so let's see this is the only problem let's see if i can find that pose again of which i'd like to apply the second part uh there we go that's it isn't it we had which one did we have? This one, wasn't it? Oh, Steve, good morning. Good morning from, good morning from, what is the other thing that you say? Down under is what we, what we call you guys. What do you call us? I wonder. Never mind. Good morning anyway. Up and above? No, that's not it, is it? Up and above, down under? Um, Steve, I was going to ask you this actually. Is it true that we've just had the summer solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere, the longest day of the year? Does that mean you guys just had the shortest day of the year? Hmm. Paul. Okay, I, I forgot which pose I've uh, applied here. I think it was this one. And now I think I'm going to go with this one for tomorrow. Let's see what happens when we do that. There we go. That's what she does. Yeah, perfect. So she's kind of standing... Uh, this way and then Rune can go and stand uh, the other way 
and then we can go and make that happen. So I'm going to need some clothes for tomorrow, of course, very important. With her still selected, I'll head over to the Smart Content Wardrobe tab, and there she is, that's her clothes. She comes with a complete outfit, so we'll go and put that on her. She also comes with her own hair, so we're going to use uh, the hair of that figure too. One thing, just before I even uh, start putting them into the right positions here, so I think uh, Rune now needs to just spin over here a little bit and maybe move a little bit closer, closer to the clothes rack. Tamara can maybe, whoops, what did I do there? Tamara can move a little bit further over here. So perhaps the two of them looking at the same item of clothing there. But uh, one thing that I do notice already, uh, first of all, is that I can't look through the glass, but I think we can go and switch this back into texture shaded mode now, now that all our ladies are dressed. Let's do that. It takes a second for Das to uh, load up all the textures. One thing that I can see is that the height between the characters, so the scale of the characters, is very different right now. There we go. With the textures in place, the opacity map is applied, and I can now see that. Um, I can see through the glass just like I wanted to. So the height difference between them is a little annoying. Uh, and sometimes that happens in that case don't be afraid to change it over so i think even though tamara is a kind of a younger teen she is too small for my liking so i think if i see her next to rune rune is about five foot five uh, she should be a little bit taller but it's no problem we can make that happen with that white cube down here Just even that perspective out a little bit. It was just a tiny bit wide for me there. And the geometry kind of distorts a little bit too much there. You can do that with this white blob here. There's two ways of doing it. Either with the white blob, that'll scale the whole figure up. You can turn her into giant monster woman. Don't, don't want to do that though. So I want to keep her a little bit smaller, but the default was just a bit too small for my liking. Everything on the figure will scale with her, so that's, that's kind of nice. Yeah, don't be afraid to, uh, to change that up because if you have two items from, from different manufacturers, they may not necessarily match up. Um, the other way of doing it is, of course, from the parameters tab. You could, with that figure selected, select parameters, and then you have the scale values here. And scale, you can apply that uh, and make that, make that figure larger or smaller. So I think what would happen if we put that back to the default? That was 83. Yeah, that was a wasn't wasn't enough for me. So I think maybe maybe something like that. Okay, let's see how that looks when we look through our camera. Not so bad, not so bad. I think in the camera, the camera has taken on the same perspective as my perspective view, which I had made a little bit wider. So I think I want to make that. I want to even that out a bit, so I'm going to select my camera, go over to my cameras tab here, and I'll have a look at the focal length. And that's currently 36. 
which is definitely wide angle. So I'm going to make that a bit uh, wider, uh, but sorry, a bit more kind of zoomed in. Perhaps, perhaps I'm going to leave it at something like 60, 65. Sounds like a good idea. I'll do that. Yeah, so before, after. And the difference is that if you, if you make that more extreme, you see that you show more on your picture, but the downfall is that the geometry distorts. Also, the wider your frame of view is, the less you'll have a chance of establishing a shallower depth of field. So if you make that kind of 50 and above, you'll have a good chance of making a good, uh, good depth of field thing there. Yeah, 60, 65. Let's, let me set that to 65. There we go. Okay, so I want to see the women, of course. Oh, yeah, actually, uh, I can probably move this character at the back somewhere further over here. Perhaps we'll worry about that later for the final framing. Oops. Yeah, I like to see the word boutique. And then the two characters just behind that and boutique is going to be all out of focus yeah something like that I'll go and switch on by the way that's always good to uh, focus my aspect frame so I can see what's gonna end up on my on my actual shot this comes from the render settings of course so under render settings under general you can select your aspect ratio here or type in the pixel dimensions that you want I'm gonna use uh, 1920 by 1080 or perhaps I'm going to use 1280 by 720, same aspect ratio. And that now tells me that if I'm so happy about that word boutique here, that means I'm going to have to do something about the position of my characters. So let me try and do that. I'll select them from the, from the scene tab here. So rune first. And with that little white spot down here, I'm just going to move her over to here. And I'll do the same with tomorrow. Tomorrow comes a bit closer. So we can focus more on these two characters. There, that's nice. And if we wanted the third character in, I'll just have to tumble this around a little, like so. Yeah, I think that's nice. Let's move while we're in the moving mood. Let's move Alexandra maybe further over here and slightly further back. So she's doing something with the cash register or maybe even move her over here. Yeah, there we go. That's that's fine. Let's do that. You can even amend her height. We don't see her feet. So if I needed her a bit higher or lower, I can totally make that happen. We're not going to see what's happening behind the counter there. I think that's a good start here. Let's see what this scene looks like rendered. Let me just go and save that. I've got a folder on my desktop already that's called Boutique Prep. I'm going to call that Boutique Stream. There we go. And then I can share it with you later. All the Patreon supporters will get access to the scene if you wish. And then you can examine every single slider that I've dialed in there so far. I'll switch my iRay viewport on and we'll have a look. It's a dense scene so far, so it'll take a little bit of time for my single graphics card system to uh, prepare itself. And that'll be so much faster with a second graphics card. But hey, we'll see.
what's Merck? But oh, because because I'm anticipating my second graphics card later this year. That's that's why the Merck. That's why. If you see something like that, relax. It's all going to come become better in a moment. Also, we hope. There we go. That is absolutely true. I it's just like a, like a limb has been severed from my body. <laughs> it's not quite that harsh, but yeah. It makes such a difference once you get used to this, this just popping up, and uh, you make fine adjustments, and they just render immediately. It's just that's unbelievable. So, kids, what can we see? What's the first impression that we get? Chat Crypto, thank you so much for joining us today. How exciting. Uh, denoiser, okay, that's, uh, yeah, let's do that. And how shall we use a denoiser? Shall we put the denoiser on, on zero iterations or shall we put it on, on, oh, the denoiser is on. Look at that, the denoiser is on. It's on eight iterations, so we can leave it there. Leave it there. Yeah, let's do that. Eight iterations is good. Let's do that. So I, my, I can tell you my first impression. Uh, light is too strong. I think it's way too hot, that image. I can see things being blown out here in the background. I mean, we're probably not going to show this figure, but I can see that there's no detail on that, and that means that the light's a bit too strong. I can see that the skin tone here is burning out a little bit. Her face looks okay. The back of the room looks okay too, but that's probably also because we still have the roof not on there. So I suppose if we bring back the roof, the ceiling even, uh, will have a slightly lesser light effect in the shop because we're only now getting the light in from the front, literally just from the front here, from here. And that also means we don't have much light in the back of the room. So that makes it better. So I suppose that's how Iron Man had intended it to look with the roof on, with the ceiling on. But I kind of like the idea, since we're not seeing the ceiling, we can just take the ceiling away again and adjust the lighting. I think I'm going to do that. Thank you. Actually, DreamLab, look at that. Great minds think alike. Eh? One of those things. I said it as you had already typed it. So there we go. Yeah, so I think I'm going to leave the roof off because that, that helps the background of the scene here to illuminate that a little bit better. Um, but we need to turn it down a little bit. So let's do that under render settings. It still is uh, under the environment tab. And we'll have probably under, oh, there we go, under dome. I can see environment intensity. That's already set to 0.5. I think the default is 2. I think 0.5 is still a little strong. Let's try half of that. 0.25. And I think that's kind of getting there. I like the background now. I like her face. I think she's still a little bit in the shadow. And I think the word boutique even though I would like to have it in shot, is a little bit strong. So I suppose it's just, it's just a white texture and that 100% reflects the light now. So I think I'm going to tone that down, just make that semi-transparent. 
and uh, yeah let's in fact let's do that let's do that now while I'm thinking about it the easiest way to do that like we did before is to use the surface selection tool uh, make sure the boutique is selectable select this word here or the texture that that thing is on and head over to the surfaces tab and that'll be window 3 that's perfect window 3 under the geometry tab you can have a look at the cutout opacity we have a map that's cool that makes the word uh, Ashley's clothing boutique appear on the window but if you don't want that uh, like any so basically anything that's black is now transparent and anything that's white is now showing in the on the on the glass if you want to tone the whole effect down you just slide down that opacity slider here and make that oh I don't know yeah maybe half half of that see what that looks like takes that a second to render and now not only is is everything that's black transparent anything that's now white is now semi-transparent so you can see a little bit of the characters behind there and it's it gives that nice etching effect so these these letters aren't going to be 100% there anymore I think I'm going to use point three here and see how that works Oh, DreamLab, your video is already online. That is cool. I haven't seen that yet. DreamLab's been uh, very kind. He's been recording a video about how to use that content package assist product from DAS3D. It's kind of a mysterious product. I'm very much looking forward to that. Thank you so much for letting me know. If you have a link, drop it in the chat, please. That'd be really nice. Hey, Chad, very cool. I like it. I like it. I know times is always is weird, isn't it? Sometimes uh, you think, hey, man, I really need to go catch this guy live. I'm glad you could make it. That's very nice of you. So uh, just finishing off the lighting then, and before we put the hair on, by the way, uh, we need, what else we need? We need hair. We need to fix the light on her face and we need a few expressions. And I think then we're done. Then we're, oh, then, then we're going to talk about background action. Let's stick with the light here, for example. See, I haven't even, I didn't even uh, switch it over to the, to the full view, so you couldn't actually see what I was just talking about there. So what we need to do, fix hair, character, character, character. We need to add depth of field, we do that as well. And we need to fix the light on her face. She's all right, she's kind of slightly dark at the top, but she's a bit dark, so we need to fix that. We need to add depth of field. And the final thing I want to do is fix this area in the back here. That's uh, we can probably, instead of showing a white, almost not, can't really make out what that is um, when it's depth of fielded. Uh, and there's something here that we could utilize probably better. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Let's finish off the light and play with the sundial. Let's fiddle with the sundial. So. I've explained that in that video I talked about earlier. Did you put a link in the in the chat there earlier? The uh, the sundial video, perfect. So Julia put a link there up, up in the chat. Um, that is the sundial is already comes part of the set. So sundial, sun base, sun chain. If we select that and head over to the parameters tab, then we've got the elevation and the azimuth level. Uh, so those are just those are kind of locked in ways in which you can tweak the sun chain now. And the sun chain is going to help us 
move the sun across the sky. Uh, elevation is how high the sun is in the sky and azimuth is in what angle it stands to the earth. So you can change both of these things. I think I'm gonna try and leave azimuth alone and just play with the elevation. And watch that yellow slider here that we can see. Maybe I'll show that in the perspective view. Perhaps we can see that better. We need to be in iRay in order to see the effect that's being rendered. Actually, I might as well just leave it in the in the camera because that's the one that we're trying to set up. You can actually see it here. It's, I just I try to make it a little bit easier for you to see, but uh, I guess I'm unsuccessful with that. So elevation, if I set that to lower than 141.96, which is the default value. So let me let me tweak that so I can see that the sun now goes higher. So the result of that is that the sun now comes from the top, and I can see the effect of the people now getting long shadows. So remember, we don't have a ceiling above our roof, so the sun just comes in here. That's not quite the effect I was after. I'm trying to put the sun to bed just a little bit more, so I'm trying to make it a little bit later in the day. So I suppose it's the other way around. From somewhere here. That could work. That could work, that makes it all a little bit softer. It's almost like sunset here. Yes, and if I make it even flatter, then I can see that the sun is, is essentially uh, going away now completely. And that is not what I want. I think I like, I don't want it to make it too much afternoon because otherwise I lose uh, some of the nice effects I'm getting here from the, from the letters that come through the window. So I think I'm just gonna try my way through this with single digits there, 143 perhaps. I can still see shadow on her face there. So let's try 145. Still the same. So 150. Oops, that's 180. That's not what I meant to do. 150. 150 is kind of okay. I like 150 because now you can see, if I make it too late in the day, I won't see shadows like this from, from all this geometry. I like the idea that we can see some of that on the characters here. That's the link. Thank you, Julia. Very nice. Sure, if you can, Patrick, absolutely do that. I only know that uh, if you take that sundial out of the equation, you can put in the geo coordinates of where you'd like the light to emulate on Earth. So uh, the coordinates as well as the time and date. That happens if you were to take out the sundial. So the, the sundial is, is now the node that's mapped to the sun and sky here. That's the one. If I were to set this to none, then we can't animate the sunlight that way. We'd have to put in geo coordinates and a time of day. So that is that is an option. But since it's already set up, uh, I thought I'm going to use this this feature here. Even lighting, we're good with that. Let's work on expressions and hair. I'm going to do that in the texture shaded view again, I guess. 
Well, that is cool. If you can find that, Patrick, awesome. Yeah, drop it in the drop it in the chat. That'd be kind of cool. I, I was always wondering because these geo coordinates they make it really difficult for me to say Miami or you know I don't know Bremen, Germany or whatever. That's so nice to know, Antoine. That's really nice. Always lovely to hear that. Uh, expressions are in the people's heads. So first I'm going to go, uh, I'm currently on the surface selection tool, which is why not much happens if I click their head. So I'm going to have to go to this little guy, the universal tool, and then I can go and right click the I actually can't can't right click the heads now because I'm looking through the window. So I need to do that from the scene or I need to pan my scene around so that I'm not looking through the window. Otherwise, Das will see the window first and the person behind it. So I can't select anything other than the window right now. Uh, so I think, let me go into the perspective view and make selection a little bit easier. Let's start with her selection, with her expression, sorry. It's not in the actual character, it's in the head part. Expressions are always usually in the head of the character. And I can click that little square to frame up the character and rotate around her. And now I can see if I can dial up a nice expression here. That's under parameters, pose controls, head, and there's expressions here. And I've got something installed that's also from Iron Man, by the way, that's the stylish, stylish expressions, I think. There's the regular ones here, angry, flirting, frown, smile, Yeah, frown. Flirting with the clothes, that could be cool. Angry, nah, I don't like that. I mean, not, not that I don't like the expression, it's kind of don't like that. Or you can mix and match. So let's try some of the coy expressions. I like that it's not just a facial expression, that is also a bit of eye movement going on there. Good expressions are really difficult to come by. Sometimes you have to do something, if you're illustrating something, it has to be more than just subtle. Sometimes uh, this would be a little bit over the top for uh, like, a, like a real human, but if you're illustrating something, it has to be really over the top to, so that you make your point, I always find. There's also excited. <laughs> Oh, that's nice of you. Thank you. So I'm not quite sure which one to pick here, actually. Maybe this this is kind of nice. You can also mix and match. That looks more like drunk. Let's not use that. Maybe just this one here. And I think uh, when we look at the, the final um, framing here, I think I also want to do something with her arm. I think I like her arm to be more on the clothes there, perhaps. So just select that, whoops, select that bottom part of the arm here. Oh, come on, this is through the window again, isn't it? There, I just put that, whoops, put that, put that, come on, put that down a little bit, like so. And then perhaps, it's so difficult to see sometimes, isn't it? 
what you want to what you want to bend here so I just want her hand to be kind of somewhere there oh uh, I really don't know how the pose creators have so much patience in doing that <laughs> yeah I think her her pose is okay that's that's kind of cool I think one other thing I'd like to do is to turn her head and I'd like to do the same thing for Tamara as well take her head And of course give her an expression too by the way if you're using expressions and you've got this gizmo in the way now and you think yeah that's kind of occluding her expression you can always change over to this guy here which is the note selection tool so the note that's selected is currently still selected but the gizmo is gonna go away so that'll make it easier for you to go and and pick something else there's maybe excited tell us maybe that's yeah maybe she really likes that that t-shirt don't know Oh, she doesn't like that t-shirt. Eh. As I said, good expressions are very difficult to come by. That's kind of cool, and perhaps she's also surprised on top of that. So she's like, whoa, awesome stuff. Mom's going to buy this for me. That's uh, I, I, I kind of like that. You can also do something with the eyes. While we're here, have a look at the eyes section here. And there's one... Uh, slider that says side to side that's this one and we can use that to literally point the eyes into the right direction you can also animate these things that's also good sometimes there's this blank stare right in the middle that's just you know that's just not that just doesn't look good and you've got the same thing for up and down so you can also pan the eyes slightly further down like this maybe Yeah, this is kind of, I'm getting the expression as if she's really looking at, at the action there. Okay, enough expressions. Let's do some hair. And I'm going to use uh, Tamara's hair for Tamara. Oops. Press the wrong button there. Um, with, I'm just going to close some of these things down here. That makes it a bit easier for me so with Tamara selected I'm gonna go and head over to my smart content tab in the hair folder I should see Tamara's hair there we go double click it and fits right onto her there are some styling options but I think I'm just gonna leave it as it is because it's just a it's just a short bop type thing that's nice and for Rune I'm going to use one of Biscuit's latest hair products, the Gilly hair. Awesome hair, awesome hair. Like, like every hair product that Biscuit's makes, absolutely stunning. The amount of features you get. And in this one particularly, uh, I'm, so first of all, I'm using a Genesis 3 character. And Biscuit's hair is actually made for uh, Genesis 
8. But it doesn't matter because AutoFit does a very good job at fitting that. So I have to do this from the content library tab here instead of the smart content tab because it's renderosity content and hence it's uh, not smart content compatible by default. You'll find that in your library wherever you're installing it. So I've got my render content in a different library. You find that under I believe under people, correct me if I'm wrong, Biscuits, people, Genesis 8, female, and there's, there's hair here, and in hair you find Biscuits, and in Biscuits you find Gilly hair. There we go. So that's the hair prop. Double-click that to add that to the figure, and in my case, this dialogue now comes up, and that's because this is now content that needs to be auto-fitted. Hair works really well if you just leave it on unsupported. That's fine. Dash Studio will figure out what else it is. Also, what type of item is it? Don't worry about putting anything. It's, it's fine. Just unsupported will work fine. Dash Studio thinks about it for a second. And another second. And there we have it. Oh, actually, it's not done as great a job as I had seen it. I think I may have used the shoulder length hair instead as the conversion option. Let's do that again. I'm not happy with those strands here at the bottom. I, I've not seen that in the, in the previous test. Yet. Let's try that again. So uh, unsupported, I'll leave. But in this case, I'm going to use hair shoulder length. I believe actually the difference between those options is that the amount of rigging I think that's kind of applied or recalculated in that is different. So I think if you have a shirt then you won't look at the rigging for the bottom trouser type and, whereas, and vice versa if you only have the shorts then you don't worry about the top part or the bottom part so then the calculations are a little bit faster and more accurate. So in my case here, I can see that the back of the hair has now been conformed properly. So that's, you know, much better. Please do chat crypto. Absolutely. That'd be very nice. Yes, I think this is what our community is all about, this sharing knowledge, because we all know little bits and pieces to the bigger puzzle. And the more we share, the better we all get. And I think that is what I really enjoy about this whole interaction, be that here on YouTube during the streams or comments on YouTube or our new Discord thing. Absolutely great. The stuff that we all bring to the table is, is kind of mind blowing. And uh, we all come from so many different walks of life. I really enjoy that. So yes, definitely share it. So that's our hair, uh, the ghillie hair for rune sorted. I would like to add a bit of a preset to it because as I said before, I'll just select the hair here. I need to do that in order to be able to apply a preset to it. There, They are under, so there's one extra folder here. And those are, you know, several types of gloss and transparency maps. I'm going to leave those alone. I haven't played with those yet, Biscuits. But under natural, we have natural hair colors. And uh, because she's got these, these uh, freckles on her face, I think maybe I'm going to make her a redhead. So this could be, the, could be kind of a good hair color for her, I'm thinking. Boom. All right. We'll see how that looks 
in a moment. I'll just use that hair one more time, namely on my character in the back here. And uh, so if this is the default kind of ghillie hair, if we look at that, and we now head over to our other character here, Alexandra, she is actually a Genesis 8 figure, so we can go and don't have to do any auto-fitting there uh, with Alexandra selected. I'll go once again to the hair, double click it, and that should just plop right on there without any recalculations. Because I like her to be a bit of an older lady, I'm going to go and give her something like, you know, gray hair. Select the hair first. Make sure you don't select the, the actual character because otherwise that's not going to work. Yeah, either this or that. Maybe the first one is kind of a gray hair thing. But watch what happens if I head over to this thing here, style presets. So uh, this is this is absolutely exciting about the, can you actually see that here? There, maybe make that a bit higher there, perfect. This is actually very exciting about this hair that this is the default style and these two are now different styles. So I can go and double click this and then Gilly hair turns into something completely different. Or this. So it's like three hair props in one. That is very cool. Seven bucks, can't really quibble. Very nice. Thank you, Biscuits. Thank you so much for making that. That's, that's great. I think I'm going to give her the, the kind of updo hairstyle. And she'll be out of focus, so I don't think we'll need an expression on her. So I'll just leave her as it is. I'll go switch back over to my camera. And now let's just see what this looks like rendered. Perhaps I'm going to go and save it. Ah, too late. Just switch over to the iRay viewport. That's always a good idea to save before you do that. Because otherwise, you know. I will have a look. Thank you so much for the tip uh, there, uh, Steve. I think so. It's either there or maybe I've done it in render settings. I can't remember. Usually I'm pretty good at, at making sure that is off. But let's, let's check. That's a very, very good point. Headlamp sometimes catches you out. No matter what lighting adjustments you make, you think, I'm always getting this flat lighting from the front. What's going on? Yeah, headlamp is destroying everything that you've set up. Yeah, see, it's set to auto, so that is bad. Thank you so much, Steve, for bringing that to my attention. It's either in the camera here. It's always a good idea to switch that off. And there's also another way to switch it on and off in the render setting. So I'll show you that in a moment. I'm not entirely sure why this looks so pixelated now. It shouldn't really be like that. Maybe Iray is going a bad hair day, so to speak. So does my mouse, actually. My mouse no longer moves. Yo, mouse. Oh, there we go. Um... Can you remember where that is? Oh, there we go. Auto headlamp. There it is. When no scene lights or never. Always a good idea to switch that off. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on here. If you, I don't know if you can see that in the stream, but this looks completely pixelated. It's not even something that the denoisers uh, gotten rid of this looks like it's a super resolute low resolution that's being rendered here and that looks terrible I think what I'm gonna do 
is switch IRA off again. Go and save my scene, just restart that studio because this is one of those things that I, I'm not entirely happy or how this behaves here. Depth of field will be next and then we'll do some background action here. Yeah, sometimes that studio just has, you know, turn it into something like this. So this is where you can see that the depth of field is applied. And this is just moving something more interesting in the background here, because we can see that this is kind of uh, way out, but this is something I'd like to fix. So we'll totally do that. Come on, Das Studio, don't leave us hanging. Thank you, Antoine. I'll definitely check that out. Very nice. Yes, these $2.99 deals, sometimes they have such good deals there. Boutique stream. Let's see if it works. I think so too, DreamLab. I think so too. And it's, uh, it's this, that we, in this case, we have depth of field in front and behind the characters. And I think that really focuses the viewer's attention on the characters, but also without, with, without, um, without having, uh, without kind of distracting them. I I've often find that when you have a render and everything's in focus and there's a lot of stuff in the render, it's sometimes difficult to pick out what's actually important. And in this case, you want to focus on the characters or on the expressions. And uh, it's also, especially when you're making comics, I think if you put the speech bubbles into the scene, you can kind of think ahead there already. If you go and say, actually, that is a part of the background that's probably being occluded by a speech bubble. Uh, don't worry about it or make it kind of nice and neutral so that the speech bubble also stands out there. Well, we see a black picture. If I hit control L, we get the preview lights. I'm not entirely sure about her expression there. We're going we're gonna to figure it out in a minute. Once we see a slightly more rendered image. And then we'll do the background here, we'll do the depth of field, which is just a very small final touch. And I think then we're done. Yeah, I think um, I may just play around with her expression here. I'm not entirely sure about that. Perhaps I'll move the whole figure slightly further, turn her kind of clockwise. I'm happy with Rune. I'm not quite that happy with Tamara just yet. Yeah, we can see the link now, uh, Christina. It's both on, uh, I can see it in YouTube and I can also see it in Mixer. So that's cool. But hey, it's a good product. <laughs> so, you know, and it's 2 dollars That's exciting. I might have another look later and see what, uh, what other funky deals I can get there, especially the Iron Man ones. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, look, much better. So in this case, it was literally Das Studio had to have a restart. Otherwise, you know, it just wouldn't have worked that well. I think also I'm, I'd like to maybe give that lady a little bit more headroom. So I think I'll move this down just a little bit like so. 
Do you know, there's another thing I've learned that from Steve, by the way. This is, here's so much about uh, sharing knowledge. Steve shared a funky tip about um, using this, the, the, uh, the framing aid up here on this dotted line here, you can add the rule of thirds or the show of the thirds guide. When you switch that on, you get this overlay, like the, the overlay that you get in some professional cameras. And that makes framing your shot a lot easier. So I'm kind of here, I'm kind of there. It's almost better the way it was before. These intersections here, appear to the human eye to be kind of points of importance. So if you frame up, if you kind of align your shot with those points, you end up having a fairly good and balanced frame. Rod's got to go. Rod's got to go? Oh, bon appetit, Rod. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Can we come? I'm just tumbling my camera there a little bit. I think I'm, I'm more happy with this. I'm not happy with tomorrow, so let's fix tomorrow and let's do some depth of field. I'll do that in the texture shaded view again. And uh, perhaps with the perspective view. Oh, nice one. Very nice. Can't go wrong with that. How's Jolene doing? You have to go, don't you? This is how, I'm coming, I'm coming, dear, I'll be there in a minute. Two hours later, your dinner is getting cold, Rod. So let's fix the expression first. We have the hair selected there instead of the actual character. So with currently used, this is another nice uh, tip. If you're thinking, well, there's so many sliders, which ones have I actually used? You can go on to currently used and then it'll filter out anything that is used. So some of these are now the combined things that are part of the expression. So like your outer brow, outer, up, down, right, that sort of thing. But there's also the green ones here, and that's the one I've used from the, from the excited expression. Maybe that's just a little bit too much. Yeah, let me just tone that down a little bit to here. And when you do that, you can see that many of the other sliders are sliding around at the same time. So maybe just like that. And I think I'd like her to be a little bit more uh, happy somehow, or smile. Yeah, like that. That looks a bit more friendly, doesn't it? Yeah, let's do that. And I think the other thing I wanted to do is turn her turn her over slightly, like so. Maybe even move her a bit closer to that. See what that looks like in the in the final shot. Kind of better. Also, I'm not entirely sure about uh, arm here, this arm. Why can't I select that? There, 
that's the spirit. I'd like for the arm to just bend down a little bit. I think it's a bit too too far at the top here. Yeah, that's probably it's probably enough. This is where I could really do with a second monitor, I guess. Yeah, like that, and then there's just a tiny bit of twist of the oops, twist of the arm that I like to apply there. There, that is all I wanted to do here. And now we're nearly done. I'm going to go and position this out of vision. I think, as we say. If your viewport is, is really lagging behind, I can, I'm going to go and switch the third guide off now. If your viewport is really lagging behind, you can go through the scene and switch large parts of it off. So like any of these mannequins, you can literally switch off some of the shoe cupboards. If you're not using them, go get rid of them. Just click on them and then go and hit the delete key. And then that should get rid of the figure. I'm thinking maybe this clothes rack here, the whole rack actually, that could come over to this side here, I'm thinking. I'm keeping an eye on the little monitor here to see uh, these two things side by side. You can also switch on uh, like a better uh, workspace here, like a side by side or top and bottom viewport. That would also work. And then you can uh, have a look at your camera on the bottom here so we don't need to use this and then on the top here you can use the perspective view so therefore you can then have a nice uh, look at what you're fiddling around with in the top monitor and then look at how that's positioned while you're looking through the camera in the bottom it's kind of intersecting with the wall a little bit so let's take that out I'm thinking perhaps it looks better the other way around. Yeah, it might be better this way. And then I think this stylish young lady here, I think she could be, she could maybe be here. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm kind of happy with that. It's almost too much stuff in the background. I'm thinking of putting, of uh, switching this code rack off, delete it. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Let's do that, let's do that. Okay, final thing, my friends. Nice one, very cool, scene optimizer, I like it. I can do that, Antoine. Yes, mine is the RTX 2080 as well. I was going to make a video actually on comparing those various models because not all graphics cards are equal. So that's another huge thing, isn't it? That there is, uh, there is the RTX 2080, but it's made by 12 different people in like 19 different configurations. And that really makes it very difficult for, for newbies to pick the correct graphics card because there's RTX 2080s that perform better than others. And there's ones that have fans on the top that blow air 
basically into the case and others blow air out at the back and some have three fans some have two fans so that's a very good idea i thank you i, I may uh, i may just go to town on that so let's do depth of field and that is something i like to do from the top viewport let me go and change my whoops <laughs> my window back to the single layout here and at the top here I'll go and change this over to the top view and that now lets me look at the very top of my scene so there's no perspective there just the just the scene from the top and I'm gonna go and frame up my camera and my characters together it's slightly difficult to see now because we have so much white in there but I can always switch some stuff off so this this white stuff that's the floor maybe I'm just gonna go and switch the floor off and that's just so that we can see some helper lines better in a moment. So if you're having a hard time finding both your camera and your characters, you can select your camera from the scene tab here. It's here somewhere. Sometimes a mouse doesn't... Sure! Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate that. Very nice of you, of you to drop in, Steve. Always nice to have you. And thank you for your videos. Very nice. Steve's channel is Backdoor 3D, by the way. Check it out. There's some very useful tips on there. Christina also made some very helpful tips. So check those two channels out if you want to know more about Dash Studio and integration with other programs like Blender and so forth. I highly recommend it. So you can select the camera here and click that little square icon and then that'll frame up just your camera. But if you're concerned about the camera and how it looks like in relation to a character, you can use the shift trick and select the camera and then select your, uh, whoops, actually the control trick, sorry. Select the camera, control click the character that you want to frame up so that both of these are selected. Then hit the square button and that'll picture both of these things in your viewport and that's important because now we're going to go into the cameras tab I've got that open here already with the camera selected you can also do that from the parameters tab up to you if you're using the cameras or the parameters tab go to the camera inside the camera tab and there's this button here called depth of field and if you switch that on then you can see some helper lines appearing in the scene now this is what we're talking about this white thing if you switch that on and off that's the thing that'll appear and anything in between that will be in focus and anything out of that before or after those little two lines will be out of focus you can change that the gap here with this focal distance parameter if you move that forward then you can see that those two lines go forward so they're two planes and anything in between those two planes will be in focus. So I'm going to position that on my characters like so. If you need those lines to be further apart, then you can fiddle with the f-stop parameter. So a larger number makes those two things go further apart. A smaller number makes them go closer together. In photography terms, this means you have a shallower depth of field. So if you look at this, like a very thin gap between those two lines that means you get a very shallow depth of field only a very small portion of your window of your picture will be in focus the rest will be out of focus 
and that just goes hand in hand with the f-stop on a regular camera or you make it uh, like a larger f-stop which means the depth of field will be less shallow and more of your image will be uh, appearing in focus so I think I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna go and use the default and we can see how that floats about alt click on most of these sliders to bring them back to the default location sometimes works sometimes doesn't uh, let's switch this back into the camera view I've already switched iRay on which I shouldn't have done I should have switched to the camera first and then switched iRay on but hey one of those things I didn't actually you know what does the green cross do Patrick oh okay I see there's I can't quite see the green I've got a I've got like a little ball is that it that could be it yeah okay right right thank you very good <laughs> testing testing I wonder if I'm still slash again online I'm not entirely sure oh yeah so YouTube says I'm, I'm live again and oh, that's nice look at that mixer also says I'm now live I have no idea what happened there but the good thing is we were nearly at the end anyway thanks for hanging in there by the way <laughs> so uh, yes very interesting phenomenon there basically OBS stopped working altogether so yeah weird stuff all I wanted to do really to finish this session off is to reduce the f-stop a little bit so maybe to stay in photography terms instead of 22 maybe make it 32 and then just see how that floats the boat that just brings a little bit of focus back and of course you know one thing that we haven't actually put in yet is the floor I remember switching off the floor so you can see these these basically transparent pieces here so that's that's the non-existent floor let's put the floor back and bring the focus back and that's really all I wanted to do and uh, then we're practically done I think that's right exactly and it is an important part that we actually are in a boutique <laughs> I thought I was back, but I'm not entirely sure, Antoine, uh, if I'm back on YouTube or not. Okay. It looks like I am. Oh, there we go. Yes, and I think also with YouTube, it gives you a different URL every time you go online. And whereas with Mixer, it's always the same. That's, that's kind of nice. But I think uh, that was it for today. Do you have any other suggestions of what we could do aside from, you know, fixing her expression? Which I think I'm not going to do now, but, uh, you know. Yeah, if there's anything else you think we should add, we can even try a lesser depth of field. If you want to try that, should we try that? vote yeah exactly <laughs> what what else decal change glass yes absolutely of course patrick let's do another four hours of stuff that's a great <laughs> idea it, i was actually thinking of uh, turning this into the wp guru boutique so that that is a possibility and then uh, that that you know could my logo could be here or somebody else's uh, instead of boutique you could say something else could be like the name of the place you visit or whatever but i think I've, i think i'm gonna not do that but uh, that's a good idea for perhaps another time yes I think other than that I'm, I'm very happy I mean considering we've kind of thrown this together most of these elements are there in uh, 
in the in the preset with the scene so you can make great scenes with that but you know it's it's all these little details of uh, posing expressions depth of field lighting and all that put all that together to make a killer scene awesome Well, Patrick, what you got to do then is basically come back tomorrow and join us for Subnautica Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 10 p.m. in Europe. I always forget. It is, isn't it? 10 p.m. in Europe, 9 p.m. in the UK. Tomorrow, we're going to go deep sea diving. And yes, that's going to be super exciting. Oh, yes. One, one final thing I wanted to mention about the, this picture with about a thousand iterations. Well, we're speaking of graphics cards with a thousand iterations renders in about 10 minutes, I think, at uh, 1920 by 1080. So uh, yes, that's, that's how much work needs to be done. I think the final image I think I did with 2000 iterations, and it's kind of coming up towards that. I will post these two, the, the prep and the stream render on Renderosity later. So uh, you can check them out there in their full resolution. And of course, I'm going to share the scene files to all Patreon supporters uh, on uh, Patreon later. So you can examine every slider and do anything and everything that, or re-examine anything and everything that I've done. Thank you so much for your wonderful super, super Chat donations today. That was such a lovely surprise. I really appreciate that. And yes, I will invest that money into a better speaker so I, I can hear when something like that is coming in without that speaker going to bed. It's a Bose kind of a Bluetooth jobby. It's one of those things, yes, needs replacing. Thank you so much for joining. Tomorrow, Subnautica Saturday. Join me for that. Great time to answer, to ask any questions. And the hidden mic, yeah, exactly. I'm going to do that hidden mic as well. And on Monday, I believe, we're playing Abduction. That's also a great time to get together and ask questions and, um, you know, make suggestions of what will be covered in forthcoming live streams. My friends, thank you so much. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.